Good afternoon. It's a cloudy day here in Wilmington, and thank you guys all for listening to Third Gear, a racing podcast. I'm Kay Egan, a marketing major with a passion for Formula One, and I've decided to start this podcast to share my love of the sport, give race reviews, talk about Formula One news, and branch out into the marketing world. I'd like to preface this by saying I am in no way claiming to be an expert in this field, and I'm approaching this podcast from the perspective of a fan hoping to connect to other fans or other people looking to get into the sport. I do do research and I fact check myself before recording. However, if I do mess something up, constructive criticism is appreciated. Please don't bring any hate. I'm just doing this for fun. Typically, I'll probably be uploading the podcast Sunday evenings after races. So normally um, during the weekend, I'll be discussing what goes on on the races, practice sessions, qualifying, potential sprint races, news, marketing world, um, anything like that. But because there was no race this weekend, I decided that I would do like a 2022 season review so far, featuring some of my favorite races, my driver of the season, constructors of the season, and what happened during the off week, as well as what we should look for towards Brazil. I will be doing like a very brief podcast this episode because I would like to really save my 2022 season review for after the season actually ends when I can include Brazil and Abu Dhabi. So let's go ahead and just discuss the calendar this season. We had a few returning races as well as some new races in general. We saw Australia return to the calendar after COVID-19. We also saw Canada and Singapore returning to the calendar, and we saw the return of Japan, which was extremely exciting. It had been a while since we had raced there. We also saw the introduction of the Miami Grand Prix, as well as we'll see Las Vegas be introduced next year. So starting off with my favorite races this season, I'll be going into them in more detail probably after Abu Dhabi, but I thought I would just give a little sneak peek to what I'm thinking. Uh, Silverstone is absolutely probably my favorite race so far this season. We had a dramatic first lap with an insane last couple of laps with good battling. We saw Sainz take his first Grand Prix win in Formula 1 in Silverstone this year. It was just overall an incredibly exciting race. Another one of my favorites is Austin. Austin is always one of my favorite races because of the excitement and kind of uh, just vibe around it. As an American, I always think it's kind of funny and exciting, a little silly, but usually just really fun to watch everyone sort of become country all of a sudden. Um, But I thought the race itself was pretty interesting. There was a few good battles, like between Verstappen and Leclerc and Hamilton and Verstappen in the closing laps, as well as two incidents, the Russell and Sainz in opening lap and the incident between Alonso and Stroll. We also saw two poor pit stops and we saw Sebastian Vettel lead a race. Um, Some other highlight races this season, Saudi Arabia, it was the first race we really got to see the new designs in battle. We did get to see it in the opening in Bahrain, but I felt like with the retirement of the Red Bulls, it wasn't the greatest on-track battles we could have seen. I also think that Hungary had an amazing race. We saw Max Verstappen's impressive climb, and we saw some great battles between Leclerc and Russell as well. Verstappen starting low on the grid and finishing by almost eight seconds was pretty impressive. And Singapore. Singapore is one of my favorite races of all time as well. It was the first race I think I've ever watched. It's just exciting one of my favorites and I thought that it was very dramatic. We had Perez leading the entire race. We had some great on-track battles despite Singapore not being known for its passing and we got a really good battle between some world champions of Verstappen, Vettel, and Hamilton. 
I'll go into this more after the season finale in Abu Dhabi. My driver of the season has to be Max Verstappen. He's absolutely dominated the field, won his second world champion, and has new records of 14 wins in one season so far. He's finished ahead of second by more than 10 seconds seven different times this season uh, in Italy, Baku, France, Spa, Japan, and in Mexico. And we've seen him make massive climbs and battle for positions as well as leading ahead. I also would like to point out Sebastian Vettel has been driving very well these last couple of races. George Russell has been extremely consistent and we've had Esteban Alcon who's consistently stayed in the points and has had some great on-track battles. And as a bonus driver, I would like to include Mick Schumacher who I believe has had an amazing race season and I'm hoping to watch him get a seat at the end of the year. As for some constructors of the season, of course, Red Bull Racing winning their Constructors' Championship for the first time since 2013. They've won 80% of races so far this season and have dominated insanely, as well as Alpine, who's been consistent. They have fourth place in the Constructors' Champions, and I'm looking for them to hold that with Ocon and Alonso, who's leaving for Aston Martin next year. Now to during the off week. This week, since there wasn't any race, we saw a lot of the drivers return home as well as do some extra activities. We saw Max Verstappen participate in the six hour of Spa Racing Le Mans Virtual Series. He came in second place with Team Redline. During this off week, we also got to see the Las Vegas launch. Las Vegas is returning as a track for the 2023 season for the first time since 1982, and drivers will be racing down the strip in November. I'm extremely excited to see this track, but the launch party was basically a big event hosted by the city where a few drivers showed up, including Lewis Hamilton, George Russell, Sergio Perez, and Alex Albon. The launch party included a fan interactive section, including a pit stop challenge that fans could take part in, sim racers, and car and trophy photo ops. The cars ran down Las Vegas Boulevard, there was a drone show, we got introduction to the drivers, and then of course there was an after party. We got to see the cars in Vegas performing donuts and high-speed drive-bys, interacting with fans, and just promoting the new race in general. Mercedes-AMG team strapped some LED lights to the underbelly of their car, which looked absolutely sick. The baby blue completely matching the silver and blue highlights of the car. Red Bull had some off-roading cars also take place in the drive-bys on Las Vegas Boulevard as well as their Formula One car driven by Sergio Perez as he showed off his skills with some no-handed donuts. Next up as we look towards Brazil. So here's just some basic track statistics. The circuit is 71 laps long. It's 4.309 kilometers or 2.677 miles. The first Grand Prix ever at Interlagos took place in 1973 and the lap record was set by Valtteri Bottas as a 1 minute 10 seconds and 54 milliseconds. Looking for the race this weekend, the third and final sprint of the season is taking place in Brazil, which is extremely exciting. So we have practice one taking place on Friday as well as qualifying, and then practice two in the sprint on Saturday with the race on Sunday. We also get to see weather potentially. There's a chance of wet weather every single day this weekend, including a potential thunderstorm on Saturday during the sprint, which is going to be exciting. It's consistently warm with temperatures in the upper 70s or 26 degrees Celsius, and there's a 40% chance of rain on Friday. Friday, while 60% on Saturday and Sunday. So we're looking at a humid, potentially slippy race, which is exciting. The tire compounds given, they're given two C2 hards, four C3 mediums, and six C3 softs. The softs will most likely be sort of held off during the first practice session until qualifying. And because there's not a lot of slow corners in Brazil, the teams can really focus on maintaining tire degradation and hopefully there's less of a chance of lockups. But we can also see a lot of downhill corners. And because the track is so short during practice and qualifying, 
specifically, we might see a lot of cars get held up by others, which could potentially lead to some problems as well. For practice sessions, Logan Sargent will be stepping in during the second practice session for Williams in Brazil. Um, he'll be taking Alex Albon's spot. Next year, Sargent is set to race for Williams if he can receive enough super license points in place of Nicholas Latifi, and he'll also be taking over a practice session in Abu Dhabi, the season finisher. Qualifying on Friday. Fry have had consistently better qualifying results this season. They've qualified on pole 12 times out of the 20 so far. In just a single lap time, they've proven to be faster than both Red Bull and Mercedes, and we could really look to them having more speed coming out of slower corners from their turbo. We can also look to Mercedes joining the group at the front, as they have in the past couple of races. Um, Lewis Hamilton has an immense tie to Brazil, so this will be exciting. Hopefully, we'll get some good on-track battles between those top three. I'm predicting a Ferrari pole, most likely achieved by Charles Leclerc. We also saw that Carlos Sainz has a five-place grid penalty for taking on a new engine, his sixth of the season. The sprint will take place on Saturday, and it will be 24 laps long. If Ferrari can compete with this as they have consistently in qualifying, the sprint could be in their favor. However, Red Bull do have a 10-race win streak and currently aren't looking to give it up anytime soon. Without a doubt, Red Bull have been dominant this season, and the past two sprint races have been won by Max Verstappen. In Italy, he won from pole, and same thing in Austria. As for the actual race, Sao Paulo is a track with incredibly high downforce, which is typically favorable by Sergio Perez, who has won in both Monaco and Singapore, which are both heavy downforce tracks. And the track battle will mainly stay between Red Bull, Ferrari, and Mercedes up at the front. However, Mercedes is not typically favored in heavy air. They've done really well in that light air in Mexico. And some midfield teams are also joining the fight as well, will likely be Alpine and McLaren. We saw Lando Norris do incredibly well at the sprint race in Imola, finishing third so maybe we'll look forward to seeing him finish up there again. And we're looking at Alonso's retirement in Mexico could mean a potential engine replacement for this race as well. Lastly, if Max Verstappen can win in Brazil and Abu Dhabi, he will have won 16 out of 22, which is 72.7% of the races this season, which will be beating Michael Schumacher's win percentage of 13 races out of 18, or 72.2%. If either Verstappen or Perez win, it will lead to an 11-race win streak for Red Bull, who as Constructors champions are 209 points ahead of Ferrari. In 2021, we saw an exciting race in Brazil. The results included Hamilton winning with Max Verstappen second and Valtteri Bottas in third. Lewis Hamilton was disqualified from qualifying on Friday due to not following rear wing regulations, finished P5 in the sprint on Saturday, and then started the Grand Prix from P10 after taking an engine penalty. Um, but after the first lap, Lando Norris had a puncture, Verstappen pulled ahead, Bottas ran wide, and Perez moved into second place, but within the first lap, Lewis had already moved up into seventh place from P10. We saw a few incidents between Tsunoda and Stroll, Raikkonen and Schumacher, and in lap 48, we saw Hamilton make a move on Verstappen, where both ran wide. The stewards said no investigation necessary, however, that was incredibly controversial after the race. Eventually, in lap 59, Hamilton pulled ahead of Verstappen and finished him first. We also saw Gasly and Alcon and Alonso battle for seventh, finishing off the race in lap 61. All right, that's all for today. I'm signing off now. Thank you so much for listening in, and join me this upcoming weekend as we follow the Brazilian Grand Prix.